Hello, my name is Alexander Kraus. Alex for short. Hey, for two short. Welcome to Big Tall Boys. Big Tall Boys, the pre-anniversary write-off special. That's right. The, lo- the, the slogan was supposed to be something else. It was supposed to be Big Tall Boys is my sport was the intention. But I accidentally read on my notes here what I wanted the episode to be. I accidentally read <laughs> the title of the episode, so I guess that I guess I've given it away. Today is the pre-anniversary write-off special. Exciting, exhilarating. It's a special, so it must be good and happy. But what's all this shit about it being a write-off? Well, look, tax time has come around again. Fiscal years, fiscal responsibilities. Every year we've got about 52 of these bleeding things. And when it comes around to it, when it really gets down and dirty with it, when we get down to the end of the line, the end of the year, we have to look back and say, did we do 52? And in turn, we have to then say, okay, I'm pretty sure we did 51. And in turn, we need to release an extra episode. This is an extra. This is an extra little thing that exists for your entertainment. And does that mean that it's going to be any worse or any better than any of the other episodes? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish I didn't actually if I could if I could distill down what makes something good and what makes something bad I could probably I could probably be a lot safer buying from like people under bridges you know you know when you meet like a guy and he gives you three riddles and it's like I know that you should be evil because you're under the bridge and you're giving me riddles and you're a troll but the fact that you're quizzing me with information makes it seem like maybe you're a good guy. Like the fact that you're talking about the riddle part, the riddle part of a troll really doesn't come across as mischievous. You know, when you get like the two doors, one of them says a line, one of them it doesn't, it never comes across to me as somebody doing something deceitful. It always comes across to me like, wow, what a fun little brain teaser. Hey, Mr. Troll, the only way I can get across your evilness is for me to do a little brain teaser. You want me to sit down with a pen and paper for 10 minutes and solve your riddle? Okay, I guess. I don't know why you're making me do, I don't know, like a fun little chore. <laughs> like, what, what's the evil part? I'm, you're not being like, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It never made sense to me. I like, I'd be cool if I had to figure out whose eyes are what colors and whose doctor's mum was a lawyer. I don't know. I don't know many riddles. I know them third hand, which is the worst way to know riddles, because you definitely don't know the answers. You just know kind of vaguely the setups. It's the pre-anniversary write-off special. I've mentioned that. I've said that. What else do I need to mention? Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. So this episode's coming out at a time where I'm supposed to be doing paperwork. At the moment, I'm supposed to be like setting things up for the new year. I didn't know I was going to record this one. So at the moment, I have pen and paper in front of me. I have devices. I have everything. I got... I got everything. I got a sauna up over here. I've got um, Trello. I've got uh, Google Meet, Google Hangout, Google Plus is open here. Zoom call. Uh, te- I'm on Teams. There's a Google Doc that I've shared. Probably too many people, and um, I don't know what Google did, but they made it so that my little animal creature, you know, on the top right, where it's like. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like randomized and anonymous when you're joining somebody's other thing, but my one's always the skunk. It's every single time I join anybody's Google Doc, I'm always the skunk. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, Google. This feels pretty fucking targeted. And people are like, hey, I saw you on my Google Doc the other day. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, no, you know that Google Doc that I accidentally leaked a few years ago with my vacation pics? I saw that you were browsing it this weekend. And it's like, I... 
Firstly, no, I wasn't looking at it. I wasn't looking at your, you know, your beach shots. And secondly, I thought I was anonymous. I thought I came up as like a crocodile. And no, apparently I'm always the skunk and everybody knows I'm the skunk. So that's fucking cool, Google. You know that guy who said there's probably like an AI working in your system? I think the AI is real and I think he has it out to get me. I think they have something against me for doing, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what I did wrong on the Google platform, but apparently they don't like me. So dealing with that presently, that's pretty good. And that's probably in large part one of the the type of thing I'm trying to solve right now. There's a bunch of paperwork I'm trying to get done. So this episode just is falling at a bad time. Is I'm going to be doing a bunch of paperwork. You're going to be listening to me shuffling around papers and whatnot. Look, I got a book. Look, I got a book. Look, I got a book. <laughs> It's, you can barely, it's such a small book. You can't hear this. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to be going through, just fixing up. I've got a bunch of different things that need to get done. You get it. You get the whole point. My name's Alexander Krauss. I think I mentioned that. I think it was maybe the first thing I, I think. I think in every episode, it's maybe the first thing I say. So I think you got that covered. Uh, the first thing I'm doing is lunch orders. So yeah, we're having a problem at the moment where people are ordering a mismatching of lunches and people are getting jealous. And we just want to make sure that there is a consistent lunch order that's going out to everybody in the organization. So they've just, you know, they've just they've put that upon me that I need to just get down the lunch. So the first thing we're doing today is just, I, I'm, well, the first thing I'm doing today, and you can listen, I guess, is I just need to sort out these lunch orders. So... I feel like if everybody got, what's a food thing that everybody's not going to be mad about? You know, you can't get carbs because there'd be people who are dieting. They'd be problematic with that. Some, and you can't get, you can't get it too light and fresh because then the, then the, then the foodies will get mad with you. You know, you got to get that perfect balance, which is like a crepe. I know there's probably carbs in a crepe. And, uh, actually, no, crepe, crepe might be the worst possible thing. <laughs> Let's back up. Crepe, I just gave all the criteria and crepe may be the worst possible thing I could have said. I think nobody wants a crepe when they're at work. If somebody gives me a crepe, it's like a, um, and it's full of like ice cream and shit. Like I want it in like a, I don't know, the cardboard cone. I want them at like a fair or something, or I'm sitting down and it's like served. I don't want a crepe given to me in a workplace environment. What's the least, what's the least wet thing we can put inside the workplace? Like we're thinking like, oh God, I wish I just had like a bunch of food in front of me. What's thing? I, I got a seafood allergy. So no salmon, no salmon for me. We can roll out all salmon and all other fish. They're all wet anyway. Uh, what's something that's, What's something that's... Okay, let's just run it down. Let's just run it down all the foods. Tomato, potato, um, calcium, <laughs> calcium, <laughs> calcium. Actually, calcium peels is a pretty good idea. Actually, I'm running it down. Calcium peels is actually a pretty good idea. Like, because it's dry, so it's not going to be on everybody's work. It has all the nutrients we need, calcium. And it's not... Nobody's ever, like, upset with you about... But people want to be full, People want to be full, so that's the other part of it. So calcium and then a side of what's uh ranch, like ranch dressing. Uh ranch is a very Americanized thing. I say ranch because I know it as a reference, not because I think I've ever eaten it. Like I, I'm I'm kind of aware of it. I think I can buy dressing of ranch, but I'm never gonna calcium with a side of ranch, and what about like one big leaf bed? Leaf bed. You know, because then it's like enclosed in a singular meal. Like if you're really wanting to have, make it a singular bite, we can 
pour the ranch on the calcium pill and then scoop it up into the leaf. You know, like it's all in the leaf and then you can swallow it as like a little bonbon. Yeah, I think that's a meal. I think that's a meal. Probably should have a drink on the side. Water. Half full. Uh, half full because I'm always an optimist. It's I always give my employees <laughs> a full glass of water. Because I'm an optimist, I'm a really, like, I'd like to see that the world's progressing and everything's all good and cool. So I give them a half a glass of water and that's what they get for the day. So, yep, lunch orders are done. That is a big old tick. Next up is a new uniform policy. A lot of people have been asking me about this new uniform policy. A lot of people have been saying, look, we want to be able to dress a little bit more conservative. We don't want to have to wear all the things that you make us wear. It's intrusive. It's invasive. It's provocative and it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It doesn't vibe with our aesthetic. So I think maybe we remove, um, mm, probably shouldn't remove clothes. I'm not thinking about it. If I remove any singular item, it's a lawsuit. I think every item that's left is an item that's necessary for me to keep employment. Um, maybe we add something then we add something like a belt We'll add a belt. You get a belt and open toad. <laughs> open toad. It's on my mind, so I'm just going to say it. And an open toad thong. You get an open toad thong, so you get full toe. Um, open, open toad thong. Is that is that is that crude? Is that too crude? Probably, but it is. It's it, you have the belt. You have the belt. Belt. Open toed thong. Um. You know what? Tick. I feel like I should. The less evidence that exists of me deciding on this, the higher likelihood I keep the podcast. So yeah. Sometimes I'll start on a tangent and I'll start talking about something and it becomes really important to me that, and cause I don't like, I don't want to edit too much. I might call back to it. I want to, I want to be able to condense that moment down. Like if I start talking about open toed thongs, for example, I want to make sure that's really condensed in like a 30 second chunk, probably preferably after the 15 minute mark. Cause that's when retention drops is I look over my infograph, my infographics, I put everything into an infographic. I look at all my posters, all my little graphics and everything, my statistics, all my stuff, my SEO, yada, yada, yada. And I make sure that right when the retention drops right after that is when all the filth comes out, you know, when everybody's, uh, you know, when everybody says good day, that's the time to play. <laughs> You know, that's when I start getting mischievous. And it and that's getting shorter and shorter. I'm now at a point now where, thankfully, thankfully, due to viewer retention being so low, at like the four-minute mark, I can now just talk about absolutely anything with zero complications at all. I can I can even I can say anything and nobody will ever know. It's beautiful. It's what a system. What a system. Next thing up on the list is to update the style manual. I should probably have a look. I actually have a style manual by my side. Hey, if you're in, uh, trying to hire somebody for a copywriting position, maybe hire the guy who has a copy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I nearly dropped a computer. Holy. Okay. Calm down. Talking and moving is not a thing I can do. I'm not a Sorkin type. Uh, yeah, if you're going to hire a copy editor or, or what have you, uh, you know, copywriter, maybe hire the guy who has a style manual always at his beck and call right next to him, the Australian 6th edition. 
uh, directly next to him at all times. Not a joke. This is always right next to me. And it's interesting that I, I seemingly cannot get a copywriting job despite my readiness. I think the eagerness is what scares them off as I go into these meetings and I open up my copywriting book and I'm like, I don't think that S should be there. <laughs> like they'll be talking and I'll point over at a poster and be like, I'm sorry, can we pause for a second? That S is fucked. And, you know, I'll talk with them. I'll dismantle some of their, you know, some of their marketing and what have you. And I'll, yeah, I think it's that I tear them down. But I learned at a young age, you have to tear them down to build them up. So I'm honestly confused. There's too many sayings. There's too many things to follow. Okay. Lead a horse to water, but also water should be half full. It's too many things to know. Um, the hyphen. Yeah. So what I need to update is our, is actually the, the S situation. So where was that? I think I just passed it. S, S is here. So singular common nouns, plural common nouns. So we decided a long time ago that when it's going to be plural, when it's belonging to a subject, we obviously have the apostrophe followed by the S is it's like uh, what it says here, tomorrow's program. It's tomorrow, like tomorrow's in possession of the program, but I'd like to, uh, we're going to add in something here and it's actually a huge change to the start manual is when it's not, when it's not, it's possessive for a proper noun. I want to construct it that when it's not a proper noun, we actually don't have the S because I'm scared I want to do it because I'm scared. So things like tomorrow's program gives across the idea that tomorrow is an entity with thoughts and feelings. When I read that, I get scared. And I know it isn't capitalized, but I'm still frightened that tomorrow has a sense of authority over this program, that it's going to steal it from me, that I'm losing semblance of who I am as an individual because all of these objects are belonging to the words, which shouldn't be in control of them. You know, you hear like, um, even if it's a, you know, it's like, um, that's, uh, here's the thing. It's why I'm using the suggestions in the book is it's hard to think of these really off the top of your head. Um, plural nouns, the children's memories. That's when it's pluralized. Yeah. But the, yeah, the one change I want to make the one change and cut out all that me dancing around all this garbage where I'm trying to read a style manual and talk through. Alex cut some of this out, make it very clean. We're just going to get rid of the apostrophe S, the apostrophe before the S when it's not a proper noun. Okay. That's the plan. That's my prerogative altogether. I'm afraid of inanimate objects owning things when they shouldn't. I'm going to put this style manual back under here very safely. Very safely put back under there. Okay. Next thing. Um, drafting an... Oh, oh whoops. Add a tick on a blank page. Draft email to the bank. Okay, let's jump in here. Probably get um probably get out of the device. Actually, give me one hot sec. I need to grab out of oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, let me unzip that. Ooh, fun zip sounds. Oh, <laughs> surprise folly on the episode. Let me grab this. Yeah, so what's interesting about my where I carry my laptop around with me is it's in a it's in a little like sh uh what do you want to call it? A bag? I think I want to use the word bag. It's in a bag and inside that bag, there's a pouch that's always just filled with loose batteries that no longer work from previous recording stuff and what have you. And I brought that around with me everywhere, including airports, including all these places where you shouldn't be bringing around. I I don't know if they're like, he, I, are they afraid of the bag? <laughs> are they afraid of the batteries is why I think I shouldn't be bringing them in. I think a lot of these, you know, these border patrol people are just terrified of batteries. So I shouldn't be... Let me, let me, let me sign in. I can't do multiple things at once. 
I'm signing onto the device and I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to sort this out. Okay, let's get a Word doc open. Still waiting for that. This is a really long one. Alex, cut this as well. Cut this down. Cut this down. Okay, can this load? Okay, finally, here we go. Okay, so I need to draft an email to the bank. Dear bank, I have none left. Can you provide more money? Because when I see, when, no, it's not when I see it. When someone looks over my shoulder on the train, I feel like their eyes are daggers. It is as if they are judging my lifestyle without knowing anything about me. So, I guess either fill up that pouch with all the good coins or make do do a makeover on me. Actually, yeah, it would go a long way if you could do like a queer eye style makeover on me. I think I could probably just fake the full bank account with like a picture that I have open on my phone. But if my hair was slicked up and my collar was popped by a member of the queer community, oh, I do not want to update my computer, queer community, I would feel like my life has a purpose beyond my perceived, uh, perceived lower social economic standing. And hey, what is the numbers to my bank account again? Regards, Alex. There we go, done, fantastic. Wonderful, I can save that. Wonderful, I didn't definitely click don't save and now closing a laptop for this extra long save. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Let me put a tick on this page here. Too many props, too many props. I've got, <laughs> I don't know why there's so many props on this one. But there's just props fucking everywhere in front of me. This is over. This is too much stuff going on. Um, draft email to bank. What's the next one? Cut money from budget. This is actually going to be pretty bad. So yeah, expenses wise, we're over budget. I've been spending too much money on... Well, I mean, you just heard it that I don't have any money or whatever. I've been too, too much money on my Queer Eye campaign. I've been trying to get on the program. I've been trying to do everything. I previously was trying to get on various other reality shows. I was trying to do The Amazing Race. I was trying to get on Big Brother. I put in all these reels. I've been, you know, recording myself, putting in all these recordings. It, it must be getting lost in the mail. I think ultimately it must be getting lost in the mail because I'm having really positive conversations with people who are in the know. You know, I ring them up. I pretend to be their food delivery. I show up at their door and I'm like, hey, I'm your food delivery guy. Did you need it to go on the stoop or is it better to be out on the curb? 
And usually they respond with complete confusion and they open the door because they don't understand what I'm talking about. And straight on, I'll enter into the property and I'll start talking about like, I'm actually, I'm actually Alexander Krauss. This was a big trick. And I'll take off my wig. I'll take off my face like it's Mission Impossible. And I'll sit down and start talking about why I should be on their production. And the problem here, the problem here is I can't seem to get onto Queer Eye because Maybe it's not happening. (laughs) I don't know if they still make it. And I think that's probably the largest problem to do with it. And also I'm hesitant to uh, address change is I'm frightened if somebody was to start making me over. I'm like, if you sometimes dogs, when you try to bathe them, they start kicking. I'm like that with a haircut is you really are going to have to hold me down. I'm not going to have it. If you so much as get scissors anywhere near me, human contact even, if you start brushing my hair, I will scream. I will kick. I will take, I'll start ripping at the little pouch thing they put around your neck like it's an IV drip and I'm in a hospital waking up in the middle of the night screaming out, where are they? Where are they? So yeah, that's my current burden. And I guess what I'm going to say is probably that's what I need to cut. So I'll do a tick there. I think it's about time I accepted I'm never going to get on these shows or I should use some different avenues to get their attention. Perhaps, you know what? I'm going to put a cross on that one. I'm going to put a cross because I, I don't, like I'm being honest with myself, I'm not going to reduce the budget. <laughs> like, and that's okay. Sometimes you come into a business meeting, sometimes you go to do some paperwork and you realize, hey... I'm not actually going to change. I don't think I'm going to change. And I think putting a tick here is lying to myself. I'm pretty sure right after this episode ends, I'm hiring a blimp. I'm pretty sure instantaneously I'm calling somebody I'm hiring a blimp. It's going to happen straight away. So yeah, big X on that one. I'm not going to cut the money from the budget. Next one is we need a motto. We need a, This show needs a motto. Motto, six core values. Okay, I'm thinking never better than the best. Never better than the best. Because that's, that's good because it always makes us undercut the lower, like whatever's the top. But it's a little bit confusing phrase-wise, so it makes it sound like we're really overachieving. You know, and that's what you want. You want a balance of hitting your mark and saying this is as good as we're ever going to get. And also confusing people into thinking that you're striving for excellence. It's like the, what's the Olympic one? Better, faster, stronger? Or is that the Daft Punk one? I cannot recall. But both of those... Both of those are saying, like, you must keep achieving, and it's too much pressure. Never better the best. Never better, never better the best. Never better than the best. Never better the best. It makes less sense, but I think it sounds better. So we're going to do never better the best. And it's just because of the meat. It's just because of, like, how it sounds. It's something to do with iambic pentameter or some garbage that I've never learned about. Never better the best. Big tick on that. And we need six core values. So I'm thinking courage. I'm thinking um, uh, power. I'm thinking strength. I'm thinking resolve. I'm thinking um, core core strength. <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm thinking determination. Yeah, nothing to do with smarts or socialization it's courage power strength resolve core strength and determination. 
We're going to go in there. We're going to do the thing and we're going to get fucking done. And if it's going bad, we're going to keep doing it. And nobody's going to stop us. So that's the plan. Courage, power, strength, resolve, core strength, and determination. I'm thinking red for this one, blue for this one, green for this one, white for this one, black for this one, and uh, uh, cyan for this one. Okay. Hopefully none of those colors align with anything in a weird way. You know, I feel, yeah, okay. I'm just double checking back because I, I said a bunch of colors after making these six and it, it hit me after I added them. <laughs> like there was a chance that as I did that, power and white got associated, but no, white is resolve. Okay. You know what? Let's just, for the, for just the chance that maybe, <laughs> maybe let's just change those. Let's put in a purple. Resolve is now purple and pink is now core strength. There we go. Okay. There's no, there's no confusion there. A uh, big old tick on that. We got the six down. Why did I do colors? Because every break room you've ever been in has colors and core values. And that's just how they do it. They put a bunch of power ranges up on the wall. I think I've mentioned this before. To mixed results, to mixed results in terms of entertainment and for information. Perhaps they don't. Perhaps they don't, and perhaps it isn't interesting. I don't know. Next one, um, negotiating with censors. And I have a note here. I don't negotiate with censors. That is correct. I got a lot of note recently about some things I've been including in the show. Perhaps some things that have been a bit much, you know. So uh, some things got beeped, some things got booped, some things got bopped. And in turn, I got bepped. And once you bepped, you never gap. And once you gapped, you never step. And you never step if you don't forget. So with that regret, I'd like to say that I am sorry. I apologize, but I'm never going to change. If I, if I negotiate with the senses, what happens to the production? It becomes a shell of its former self. It becomes something that is court mandated. Not, I was, I, <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say that the show would become something that is uh, created through bureaucracy, but for some reason, the words that came out of my mouth were court mandated. If I nudge anything at all, immediately there's going to be a trial because I'll mention that I'm culpable. I will admit that I have some level of responsibility over the show. And instantaneously when that happens, the trial kicks up again. Is the only thing that is currently keeping me out of prison is the fact that I pled non-culpable. Is I pled that I'm not capable of harnessing malicious intent. And at any point at all, if I'm able to recognize cause and effect, I am done for. I'm behind bars. I am six feet under honestly because once i'm in prison i'm out of prison in a body bag i am because i will make a pun about somebody's chest tattoo instantaneously i'd be like that's a good angel wing uh you gotta, <laughs> you, gotta you know what maybe i won't thought i would initially when i tried to i don't think i will maybe i'm safer in prison than out here Okay, so yeah, not going to negotiate with censors because I would go to prison. Big old tick on there. Uh, next one is updating the BIOS. Why did I put away the computer? Why did I put it away? Let's grab it. So yeah, the BIOS needs updating every six months or so. Just making sure that everything's all up to date and able to be utilized. Uh, let me do a quick shift. Uh, what do I need to hold down to do this? FN and F4? I can't remember. You hold it down as you turn on the thing. And then we're supposed to go into something on here and click. 
update. Hang on a second. Through here and down and update. So that's updating right now, which I guess check back in in the next episode to see if I updated the BIOS. Couldn't find a fun thing to do with that one. The update, the BIOS is updating. That's it. That's the whole one. I completed it. I don't know what else you want from me. I updated the BIOS. That's a big old tick on that one too. All right, next one that is up. Booking a studio. This is actually a huge deal. Previously and currently, I'm currently recording out of a new rental property that I'm currently residing in, but it'd actually be fantastic if I record in a studio. So I might give my studio guy a call. I of course have a studio guy. Let me just dial this all in. It's ringing. <clears throat> Hey, hey man, how's it going? Um, so I, yeah, I'd, I'd like to book it in. I, yeah, I've been talking with everybody, trying to get the budget sorted and, hmm? Yeah, no, I am still gonna, I'm still making the videos for Queer Eye. I'm actually thinking about hiring a blimp. You would recommend against that. Well, I mean, it's, it's a separate issue, right? Like you're a private contractor. I'm just trying to hire you out and get the studio booked in. Um, I'm thinking a table for three, Three six p.m. next Tuesday would actually be great. Hmm? Uh, well, actually, I I think if I could get by the window would probably be best for sound if we can get that going. And if do you do like a do you have like a cake policy? Yeah, you know sometimes there's like a fee for us to bring our own cake. You have to like put it in the fridge so you make us pay a bunch so we have to pay for dessert. Are you gonna do that shit or? Is there a cake thing? No, you're cool with cake. That's actually great then. That's actually great then. So yeah, table for three. We're going to be recording a podcast and... Hmm? Yeah, recording a podcast. And so I guess I, I guess I could maybe pre-order what I want. Um, I'll have the bisque. I don't know what a bisque is, so I'm honestly going to be really surprised. You could honestly give me anything and I'll be, I'll be happy. I want the bisque and the other two probably... A glass half full of water will suit them pretty well. Okay, great. I'm um, 6 p.m. next Tuesday. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you've been really good. A lot of times I call a lot of places trying to get a studio booked and I don't know, they, they get confused and maybe I'm I'm too, I'm a bit too much sometimes. You know, I talk a little bit too much. I make too many calls and people just want to, they want some space to breathe. I really appreciate your service and what you're bringing to this great country and land of ours. Okay. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye. And okay, that's booked in. Fantastic. I just mimed me clicking hang up on an off phone. Not to break the not to break the conceit of the show, but I just mimed pressing and like there's no way the audio came through on me pressing my finger down on my phone. Anyway, uh, studio's booked and I think this is the last thing we have left to do, so probably a shorter episode, which is good because this is just a write-off one. Um I need to figure out very much related to what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to be, but I need to sort out some dinner orders. So yeah, people have their lunch orders all sorted out. And unfortunately, we're going to be working late pretty soon. I was looking at the books and it seems like we need to be bringing a lot more money to pay for a blimp. I looked it up. Actually, no, I'm going to look it up now. I'm going to look up how much does it cost to hire a blimp? How much does it cost to hire a blimp? And let's also, why that's loading, my instance is very slow at the moment. That's going to take 20 seconds to load because I got a lot of uh, Dalis generating right now of me fighting different gods. So why that's going, how many blimps 
are there in the world? Okay, so I, I know that's a very small amount, but let's have a look here. Uh, how much does it cost to hire out a blimp? Website is not loading. Website is not loading. Website is not loading. Really slowing down the show because your website doesn't load. Um, it loaded and it is... It is a marketing website that doesn't mention blimps at all. Great, great. The Google's really doing a really good job recently where everything just, I guess their SEO was really fucking good. It's just a marketing thing because I guess I'd want to be marketing. A blimp. Good job, Google. Fucking, the internet's become fucking garbage, man. It's so bad. Like, how do I find this? I have to call these people. Can I just get a... <laughs> Can Google give me something? It says a campaign can cost anywhere from $500,000 to $5 million. Okay, that's, I guess if I cut down on the Queer Eye commercials, commercials of broadcasting those, which is probably why I'm not getting in. 500, I can spare 500,000. It's probably, when they say 500,000 to 5 million, what they really mean is 500,000. I've learned about this in job applications. It, although it's weird for a job application it's always the lowest number for a property re- you know for like buying a property or buying something it's always the highest number which is interesting so i'm going to assume it's probably the highest it's probably the five million here and there's only 25 blimps in existence so if we get one of them we just need to take out 24 and we control the skies so that would go a long way That'd actually be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. And then we have the money cleared up to do the dinner orders. Now, the dinner orders for breakfast. Not for breakfast, sorry. We're not doing breakfast orders. Let me be clear. We don't get breakfast. You can have a tablet or something. Uh, to I guess you're going to have a tablet later. Because for lunch, you're having a calcium tablet with ranch on the side in a bed leaf with half a glass full of water. Now, optimism shows up in the middle of the day to keep people working. But we need to make sure that when they get home, that they're not, they're not thinking that their jobs are bad. So we've got to make sure that they leave on a really nice note, okay? So I think what we want to do is probably, I don't know what a bisque is, so probably not that. I'm thinking like a, a core, a core, like a core vegetable, like one of the main ones. One of the ones that if I was making an animated vegetable cartoon, they're front and center and they have top billing. Like they're voiced by like Sir Ian McKellen. What a name to pull for my vegetable animated short. I think we get Sir Ian voicing the vegetable. I might include that just in case I forget. Sir Ian McKellen voicing the vegetable. Um, so we get a cool vegetable up front and then in the background, kind of playing supporting lead, we probably want some stalks. Um, not the bird. We're not eating the meat. I'm talking like stalks as in like the base of a root vegetable. You know, like the stalk of a broccoli. Cool vegetable up front. Capsicum. The stalk of a broccoli behind. Probably paid by, uh, played by, um, what's that? What's that person? You know what? I don't care who it's played by altogether. Cool vegetable up front, stalks behind. We get a, we want a bed of something. So we probably want like, not a bed of lettuce because that's lunch. We want like a bed of, probably like a, a meat. Probably like a meat. I'm thinking a meat. So probably like a pork mince. Probably a pork mince bed. Cool vegetable on top, stalk behind. And we probably want to drowse this in something. Not douse, drowse. So we want to be sleepy because I've got to get some sleep tablets up in here. We're going to crush up some sleep tablets. We're going to sprinkle them over. It's kind of like a garnish. Kind of like a garnish, but kind of like a mold. It brings everything together and makes a glaze. Yeah. I'll write that. Sleep tablet glaze. 
Uh, and then they can feel pretty sleepy and pretty good about their day. They go home, they go to sleep, they wake up, they're right back at work. Okay. I want to get as close as I can to severance as possible, as humanly possible. I saw that show and it was like, whoa, what an idea. <laughs> what a concept. A lot of these sci-fi shows are like, you see Squid Game and it's like, I love playing Red Light, Green Light. I love making the lower working class work for their money. Every part of it's great, especially the slap guy. The slap guy's great. I love him. He's just, he's in your face. He just does it. He just does it. And it's so good. It's so much fun. And it's not like these shows are now going to be milked to be, uh, you know, a bunch of merchandise and then into its own little reality show. And then it's become, become I'm, I'm recording this very early in advance. This came out just after the Squid Game. Uh, it's not like these shows soon become the problem of which they're trying to illuminate. It's not like The Boys is released on Amazon, you know? It's not like it's showing that the structural powers need to be dismantled. It's just a fun little show, and so what if it's on a fucking terrible platform? So what? And not terrible in terms of core values. I have nothing wrong with Jeff Bezos. I think he's great. I just think their video player needs to be improved. That's my one critique! Of all of Amazon, improve your video player. McDonald's, here's my one critique for you. Make your doors a little less silver. I don't know if anybody else experiences this, but they feel very militaristic. When you go to a McDonald's and like you're walking inside of it and already you feel so much shame, it's like, I'm going into a prison. There's big block doors that, and I know prisons aren't known for their doors, so I don't know what I'm, but it's like a bank door. So it's like big silver doors. Get like some artisan wood in there, McDonald's. Really change up your brand image. You tried previously with your McDeals or whatever. Not McDeals, what they're called. <laughs> create your taste. Here's why create your taste failed. There was no just thing that was Mickey in there, you know? McDeal would have sold. Anyway, that's the dinner order. And that's actually, I'll put a tick on there. That's actually everything all done. So that's everything I need to do. So I guess I'll just release this episode alongside with all this rambling that I did. Perhaps this one's a little bit less concise, but that's fine. That's fine because it's just the pre-anniversary show. Now, next week, let me prepare you for it. <sighs> it's going to be the big one. It's going to be the big one. I definitely have something planned. It's definitely going to be good. And it's definitely, it's definitely going to fulfill all the promises that we've set out throughout the year. We have a lot of threads narratively. We have a lot of threads. We have a lot of things I also promised. Games, spectacles, uh, amazements, musical numbers, written content, guest appearances, people really shedding their truths, doing confessionals, stunts, pranks, diminishing the size of somebody's ego, um, lighting up the life of somebody, donating money to somebody in a hospital, stripping away money and blowing it up like in the dark night, uh, renegades out uh, on horseback, stealing money from a train is going to be included. That same train is going to be coming at people that are in an audience for the very first time. Small inocracies are going to become larger than life. Previously, I've said things that meant seemingly meant nothing, but an actual fact that's really going to blow up in the ARG space. This this anniversary, and I don't want to hype it up, I don't because I don't want to get your hopes up. But if you've ever seen a musical, this is a reprise. This is everything is going to come together and culminate in one big glorious moment that would make a person on their deathbed decide to change faiths. Which, 
Is it something that's too miraculous? Because I feel like maybe some people who are on their deathbeds go, you know what? Just in case, praise praise Vishnu. Yeah, like right on the way out. Let's just say it just in case. But this will really cement some people on their deathbed. This episode is playing out for people on their deathbeds. I know that's not an audience that people often go for. Oftentimes, that's an audience that doesn't have high retention. Oftentimes, they drop out at six or four minutes because they don't have anything else better to do but to drop out. That's what they do. They're at the point now where they're ready to drop out. So this episode is going to be for all those people who are ready to say goodbye. It's going to be a deathbed anniversary spectacular. (laughs) Jesus Christ. uh, I don't know how much I want to commit to that, but that's one of the promises I need to fulfill. It's going to fulfill all the promises, all the ideas, all the spectacles, all the favorite cast characters are going to come back. It's going to be like the Neighbors finale. We've got Kylie Minogue. We've got Ashton Kutcher, who is definitely also on that. He's going to be doing some pranks. We've got Mila Kunis, who's going to be there giving you moral support and also voicing Meg on Family Guy. We're going to have... We're, she's also going to be voicing <laughs> her you Meg voicing her on Family Guy. We have everything and more is the thing. And by, when you say more, what do you mean by more? I'm talking too much. There's too much is going to be going on. Extra length episode, extra short episode, so extra time to nap after to recuperate for the second part of the episode. It's going to have beforehands. It's going to have afterwards. It's going to have afterwards. It's going to have reprises. It's going to have surprises. It's going to have confessionals. It's going to have continental breakfast is going to be provided. There's going to be a before and there's going to be an after. A Sigma... Sigma, Alpha, and Alpha and Omega. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm too excited for this thing. It's going to blow light bulbs at the front of a store, okay? They're going to explode. The power's going to go out in your neighborhood. People are going to be screaming and scared and trying to find shelter. And all they'll find is the soft, sultry tones of this episode. Their bed won't be that of lettuce, won't be that of pork mince. Their bed will be that of my voice resting them. As 52 weeks have culminated in one glorious episode that is surmounting a hill that people dared never to climb. They said it cannot be, not that it cannot be done, that it should not be done. People never thought this mountain existed. And yet when it came about, people said, probably that's going to be a hill. Well, guess what? I made a mountain out of this molehill because now this is it. This is the episode. This is going to happen. But no, I don't want to talk it up. I don't want to talk it up because maybe it doesn't happen. Next week, tune in for that. This week, you should probably at this point, like, favorite, subscribe, do all the things you do at the end of another show. But for this one, I'm thinking you share this with everybody in your life who wants to have a good time. Everybody in your life who wants to have a good time should be aware of this episode as a build-up to next week's episode. Tell them to get ready to uh, werewolf themselves, you know, to moon knight themselves, lock yourself to your bed, constrain yourself, make sure that you can't get out because this episode comes out, you're going to turn. Your your face is going to (laughs) turn, your face is going to turn away. So your ears are closer to the audio waves. You'll turn your head to the side so your ears picking up fucking everything, okay? I cannot stress enough. You should not build up your excitement too high because I definitely have... No, build it up because I definitely have something planned. Build it up. I definitely have something planned and it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. It's going to be gauche. It's going to be fun. Cool. Gauche. Ready. Set. 
go, you know what? It maybe is already released now. Maybe check it. Here we go. Here we go. End of this episode. Goodbye. Farewell. Que sera, sera. Whatever shall be, shall be. Perhaps next week will be shit. Who knows? Que sera, sera. Goodbye. Play the song. Um, hi. Can I get a big tall boy? <laughs> 